Thank you for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with your host, myself, Jessica Newsom. All right, so this episode, we're going to be talking about relentless pursuit. God is always relentlessly pursuing after us, and we also need to be relentlessly pursuing after God. We're going to dive, dive deep into Deuteronomy chapter 4, the tail end of it, and I just want to give you a quick uh, understanding of what this chapter is talking about. So Moses has spent 40 years with the people of Israel, right? They are walking. They were walking in the wilderness. They're about to walk into the promised land without Moses. Okay. He is the past that torch on, but this 11 day journey took 40 years. And so Moses is kind of giving a recap of all the drama that has taken place, but he's doing it as a warning so that the people do not fall back into those places of, of disregard for God's law, uh, places of temptation to where we give into temptation and we fall away from God and then have to reap the consequences, not reaping the consequences just because we disobeyed, but I'm talking about reaping the consequences because when we step outside of God's will, we're stepping into the, uh, a whole nother area, a whole nother arena where it's kind of game for all, right? Like the enemy's like, let's go. You're stepping out from under the will of God. You're doing your own thing. So that means you're going to play with us, you know? So we're going to start playing around with sin. We're going to start playing around temptation with, with temptation. And these things will cause you to draw away from God and closer to the enemy. So relentless pursuit. Let's get into Deuteronomy chapter four, uh, 26 to 31. It says, today I call on heaven and earth as witnesses against you. If you break my covenant, you will quickly disappear from the land you are crossing the Jordan to occupy. You will live there only a short time, then you'll be utterly destroyed. For the Lord will scatter you among the nations where only a few of you will survive. There, in a foreign land, you will worship idols made from wood and stone, gods that neither see nor hear nor eat nor smell. But from there, you will search again, amen, for the Lord your God. And if you search him with all your heart and soul, you will find him. In the distant future, when you're suffering all these things, you will finally return to the Lord your God and listen to what he tells you. For the Lord your God is a merciful God. He will not abandon you or destroy you or forget the solemn covenant he made with your ancestors. How many of us feel as though sometimes God is not relentlessly pursuing after us because we're focused on our situations and our circumstances. And it feels again, our feelings, it feels as though God has abandoned us. It feels as though God is not walking with us. It feels like, like God just, or God does not care about our situation. And that is totally opposite of, of, of reality of, of, of what it is. God cares about the stuff that we go through. He is always pursuing after us, even when we're doing things that we shouldn't. We look at the Israelites and they went through this 40 years of just an up and down battle of following God, not following God, obeying, um, disobeying. Right. And so they learned in that process, Hey, these are the consequences when we remove ourselves from under the hand of God. And we have to reap those things. We have to reap what we sow and it's not fun. And it will hinder blessings. It can hinder our destiny. It can hinder our walk with God and moving forward into to, to, to the things that he has for us. And so even in our bad place, even in our pit, even when, even when we're doing everything 
the wrong way, right? God is always, always pursuing after us. And so when we look at the Israelites and Moses is warning them, one, don't disobey, follow all of these things that I'm telling you to do and you'll be good. But God already knows what's going to happen. And so he's telling them what's going to happen. You're only going to be here for a short time because you're going to go back to the old nature. You're going to go back to old ways. You're going to go back to old thinking because you keep uh, playing into your flesh. You keep playing into your feelings, your own thoughts, your own understanding, and you aren't taking up uh, uh, God's understanding, God's wisdom. You aren't submitting yourself under the authority of God in your life, even when you don't want to. I know that following rules um, is not fun. It's, it's fun to do our own thing. It's fun to do life our own way. But doing life our own way oftentimes gets us into places of trouble or maybe, maybe not, you know, trouble that people can see, but it could be inward trouble. It can be emotional issues. It could be things that people can't see, but we deal with on a daily basis and we struggle with it. And it's things that just beat us down and we just feel capsized by the enemy just overtaking these areas in our life. But God is like, even in that pit, even in that worst place, I will use that for my good. I will use those, those areas that you think I can't use. I will use that for my good. How? It will cause you to repent and say, I need God. God, I'm sorry. I don't know about you guys, but I can be so hardheaded and it could take me a while to get things together because I just want to do things my way. I can be rebellious at times and I'm working on these things and I'm definitely not where I used to be. Praise God. Right. But I'm not where I want to be at all. Right. We always want to keep pressing towards the mark. But in that rebellion, when we keep disobeying, God has to get our attention somehow. So when we get to a place to where we are reaping the consequences of our rebellion, having to deal with situations that we don't want to deal with because of our rebellion, it oftentimes causes us to be able to, to, to look up and say, you know what? I messed up God. I need your help. It will cause us to call on God every time, every time, but we can't let it be repetitive. We can't let it be a habit, but you know what? We have done that several times in our life. But we have to choose to say, you know what, I want to get better. I don't want this to be repetitive. Maybe it's been repetitive in my life, but help me, God, to just get it right. Help me to say no. I know you always give me a way of escape, and I don't want to take it. Or maybe I don't realize it's a way of escape, but open my eyes. Give me your understanding so I can understand you so much better, so I can hear you so much clearer, Father God. And so in that God is always relentlessly pursuing after us, but we have to also relentlessly pursue after God. Let's say things are going good and we're just obeying the Holy Spirit in our lives. That's awesome. But we have to always keep pressing in, leaning into God. We have to keep uh, 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 trying to um, even just fine tune our relationship with God. Let me tell you something. We have never arrived we have to keep going and going and going because there's so many different facets to God. There's so many different sides to him. We will never be able to see all the different sides to God, right? He is so um, 
there's so much depthness to him, right? So if we keep pressing in and choose to not get complacent, then we'll even just get to a place to where we just see God really just transforming different areas in our lives that we've been asking him to transform instead of living with the same thing that we've been struggling with for years and years and years, right? We have to lean into God, press into him and and really just make him number one in our life. He has to be number one. He doesn't want to share that throne, right? He doesn't like idols. So we can't have God and Netflix on the throne, right? Come on, speaking to myself, we can't have God and a significant other on the throne. Only him, only him. Everything else will fall into place if we keep him on the throne of our hearts. So in this relentless pursuit of God, I don't want anyone to ever feel just condemned at all by, by their mistakes or by the, their repetitive, um, sinful nature or bad choices. No, because by doing that, by condemning yourself and being in a place, resting in a place of condemnation and beating ourselves up over the head for our bad choices, then we just sit there. We aren't moving forward. We may not be going backwards, but we definitely aren't moving forward because we're beating ourselves up. We feel too unworthy to be loved by God, too unworthy to be forgiven by God. So we don't feel as though we can move on because we're sitting here in this place of stagnancy because we're, we're mulling over all of the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and how horrible we are. So never rest in a place of condemnation. Always just get up, dust yourself off and keep moving forward. God is relentlessly pursuing after you. I ask that you relentlessly pursue after him. I love you guys and I'll see you next time.